Good morning and welcome to Ask the Expert, a daily series from 8.30am to 9am to help small businesses. Ask any questions or use the hashtag QBATE on Twitter. That's QBATE on Twitter. If you need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts on hand 24-7. Now, you might not know this. My name is Tom Exton and this week is National Payroll Week. So during the live session, we'll be running a poll. Do make sure you engage with it and we will let you know the results at the end. I will discuss them. So the poll will be coming up. Make sure you get in the mix. And as always, ask your questions. Now, for the benefit of those that do not know who I am, my name, as I've said, is Tom Exton or online across all my platforms, TGE. They are my initials. Um, some people haven't clocked that. Um, but I effectively run a number of businesses. I also work full-time in finance in the city um, and I also run a number of social media platforms. So various people know me from various different uh, kind of job hats and different things. So I'll start with a chronological order, what I've been up to for the past kind of 10 years or so. Uh, so my original background was actually law. I went to law school uh, and I did a law degree as well. My aim in life was to go into law and be a solicitor and do kind of criminal aid work. Um, as it transpired, when I finished law school, I realized that I actually found law pretty boring and it was definitely the one thing I didn't want to do for a living. Um, so I went out into finance. Um, again, not hugely exciting, but slightly more exciting than um, endless kind of uh, legal documents that I've been sat through for the past four years. Um, around the same time that I started my finance job, this is about 2012, uh, I set up a fitness company with my twin brother. Uh, two other friends actually as well. Uh, but myself and my twin brother set up this fitness company back in 2012. We started it with 50 quid on Company's House um, and then all the usual kind of free social media accounts. So Twitter, Instagram, all the rest of it. Um, from day one, we didn't have any premises. Uh, we didn't have any personal investment. We didn't have an, any outside investment. Um, we literally just set a company up on Company's House. I think we paid about five quid uh, for a logo off, uh, I think it was Fiverr, one of these kind of outsourcing sites. Um, we really did skimp. I mean, none of us really had any money anyway. Um, so we set this company up in 2012. And effectively, it was an online fitness company. We were selling online workouts and people could sign up. I think the first thing we did was a thing called Chest Sunday, which is a weekly chest workout for two quid. Uh, and that kind of quickly kind of grew. And we, we built a website, a blog. We were constantly replying like Q&A on Twitter. Um, this is when Instagram first started getting big. And um, so we were really, really relentless on social media with that and that kind of snowballed and, every, and a chunk of what we were earning we put back into the business so if it, eventually we started uh, investing in um, PR we started investing in kind of um, Google ads Facebook ads you know all the kind of usual digital marketing spiel SEO um, and all the rest of it so that that's what that's where it all started really back in 2012 and that company is still going called LDN muscle so LDNM you've probably seen it um, abbreviated to online Effectively, we now have a supplement range. Uh, we still do our online training. I mean, we've done a couple of hundred thousand uh, downloads worldwide across 160 different countries. We've written a book with Penguin. We've released a number one app. Uh, we've been on television. We've hosted like, live events. Um, we sell clothing. And most importantly, uh, recently, the kind of biggest uh, development to the business, we actually have an education um, arm to the business, which I'll get onto, and it will tie into this National Payroll Week uh, theme that's now going on. Um, so the education side of things, we actually qualify people in fitness qualifications, so whether or not someone wants to be a personal trainer, a, um, a nutritionist, whatever it is, 
Um, and we're actually also now going into uh, prisons, so national prison system uh, in the UK and rehabilitating offenders, offering them a very tangible, real and useful qualification. They can instantly come out and start working. We also help them find work as well. So um, really rewarding, obviously very lucrative as well, but uh, very, very rewarding. And my twin brother's actually heading that up. Other than the fitness side of things, then, uh, I've also got uh, a load of different companies. I've got um, uh, two companies involved in, in the sneaker world. So I've got one called Thread Protect, which is effectively a um, um, kind of a barrier that you spray on your kind of clothes and your trainers, and it protects them from stains and, and whatever. Um, I've got another one, which is a basically information sharing platform called Crepty Notify. Um, that's absolutely blown up with people over COVID wanting a second income. Um, if you go on my platforms, you'll see more about these. I won't bore on too much. I'm just giving you an overview of uh, basically what I do on a daily basis and why I don't get that much sleep. Um, I sold a company throughout lockdown. I had an air freshener business called Emoji Fresh. They're basically air fresheners that look like emojis. Um, not particularly complex stuff, but I actually sold that business during lockdown um, to, to a large company called Jenny Cam, which was quite cool. Um, what else do I do? I've got property that I rent out. Um, yeah, it's pretty full on. Obviously I've got my kind of YouTube stuff, um, and Instagram and all the rest of it. So some of you watching this is an odd one because some of you watching this will actually know me from social media. You'll be watching my videos the whole time. Uh, and some of you will just be wondering who on earth I am. So apologies if you've heard this all before. Um, but I, I'm outside of everything. I'm a car collector. So I make videos about my car collection and then I work with various brands. I kind of, um, uh, pitch brand deals and I work with um, a number of different brands and organizations across my platforms as well. Again, very lucrative, but also very enjoyable. Um, I put out two to three videos a week on my YouTube channel um, and I'm constantly doing campaigns on Instagram as well. Um, so I'll leave all the handles somewhere around so you can go and check them out. Or if you type in TGE on all these platforms, I'm sure I pop up. So yeah, pretty, pretty full on. Um, on top of things as well, what other, what other businesses do I have? Uh, I've also got merchandise through my YouTube channel as well. I can see some questions coming in. I'm not going to take them yet, but the questions are coming in. So make sure you are firing those at me because I will be answering those in due course. Um, the theme this week is National Payroll Week. So if you've got any payroll-related questions, do fire them in. Um, I'm not an HR expert, so don't get too technical with me, um, but do fire them in. I'm really, really looking forward to answering your questions and getting to grips with these the last time around i did one of these i really enjoyed it so um i can see some good ones coming in so we've got a couple more minutes of me uh telling you what i've been up to anyway effectively what most days look like oh there we go i forgot the major thing there i'm actually also in a day job as well i actually still work in finance for for a financial institution in the city and i've been doing that since 2012 and the biggest question i really get asked is why do you still do it why are you still doing it? Why are you still in a day job? You've got all these companies, you've got all this going on. Why on earth are you still at it? Um, we will, we'll get on to that. But effectively, um, I actually quit in March and I started again recently with uh, lockdown, working from home. Um, the kind of the commute was taking up too much of my day and I wasn't able to run my other stuff as effectively as I'd like to. Um, so I actually took a job back in the city working from home. Hence, this is my office, my front room. Um, but yeah, so that quite complicated my end. Um, but those of you that know kind of the mortgage system and kind of uh, lending and um, particularly financing supercars on my, on my side of things, having a job just makes that process so much easier. The lend and the rates you get are so much better. Um, and the whole thing is just a lot more efficient. So um, 
I don't know what's around the corner and you never know what's around the corner. And having a job just means that you're so much more kind of credit worthy and lend worthy, not necessarily credit rating wise, because it doesn't affect that at all, but just in terms of uh, getting a lend from an underwriter, having a job is so much easier. So I'm just by my third house. And I think after that, I'll be done. So I might leave work again at some point. Hopefully my boss isn't watching this. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of in a nutshell why I'm still in my job. Hopefully that makes sense to some of you. Some of you will be wondering still what on earth I'm doing. Um, but effectively, if you're self-employed, if you, you it's it's very it's very very difficult. It's very difficult to pay yourself enough money, kind of not pay more tax than you really need to, not pay yourself too much, because um, you will only get lent money based on what you've you've kind of pulled out of your company. It's a complete nightmare, basically. And I think the rules are slightly skewed against people that are self-employed. Um, it's not necessarily the easiest kind of um, thing to do. So payroll-wise then, fire, hiring my first member of staff, I hired a lad called Josh. He's head of our education department for the fitness company that I mentioned. Um, that actually came about because... We, um, we actually used him. When I first qualified, he was my tutor. And I sat there thinking, how on earth is this, this guy this good? Um, and we hadn't actually even decided to set up an education department at that point. Um, but at the point at which we did, I remembered back to him. I thought, Josh, he was brilliant. I instantly got in touch with him. I said, absolutely loved your work. Um, would you like to meet us, have a little chat? But the interview process was really easy because I'd already sat with him for a week, um, him teaching us. I've seen him in action. Uh, and it was just super, super simple. So um, we managed to work something out around his existing role. Um, our courses being on weekends, we managed to kind of uh, fit all of that around his working hours already. So effectively, he's working for us on top of his normal role as well. Um, so he's kind of getting two incomes, which is nice. Um, and we really, really wanted him on board. So we were flexible with our kind of course dates and, and whatever to try and accommodate him. He now runs the organization of the courses. He books them all in. He deals with any issues with the the... Uh, the pupils pupils is the right word um and he also um actually hires other people under him and he will help uh, resource people to help him with the courses and extra courses so really really valuable addition and that actually just came about as kind of personal experience we weren't even hiring when we first met him i wasn't even kind of scrutinizing him to work with him um when when we kind of first met him so really nice easy one there and yeah that was my first employee that's the first person i've kind of employed uh couldn't have gone easier he's still working for the business he's still a good friend as well so very very lucky with that um and hiring people is i've often heard the phrase um fire quickly hire slowly i think that's the that's the uh, kind of the phrase that's banding around not sure how much i agree with the kind of fire quickly thing but um hire slowly very definitely you've really got to kind of sound people out Right, here we go then. It is question time. I hope you've been firing your questions in. And of course, you can carry on doing that. We're going to delve into these. I can see a list piling up here. So uh, the first one is Ben from Facebook Live Feed. What is your biggest tip when starting a new business with very little investment? Thanks, TGE. Ben, well, drawing on personal experience, I'm not one that's ever received funding for any businesses. I am not from a background of huge amounts of money. I've never put huge chunks of capital into a business. Um, so I'm actually relatively well experienced on this. So this is, this is a good question. With LDNM, we used all of the free tools available to us as much as we could off the bat. We were using all the free uh, social media platforms. You can sign up to any of these accounts for free. Um, and we didn't put any paid spending to anything for nearly a year. 
So really, really milk the usual platforms. Think of engaging and kind of original content for all these platforms. So Instagram, Twitter, I mean, Twitter kind of less so now. I would say Instagram, um, YouTube. Just think of engaging content and keep putting it out, trying to gauge traction. Tag big accounts, jump on trends, um, use relevant hashtags, and really try and add value to people's lives. Think about whether or not you'd want to see that. Um, And if you do, and it's probably a good thing to put out, but if you wouldn't want to see it on your feed, don't put it out. Um, So really just use that as much as possible. And use your network around you. If you've got anyone with a large amount of followers, use that. If you've got anyone kind of, um, any friends, any group chats even, like WhatsApp group chats, um, it's all algorithm based. So as soon as you put something out for your new company, ask all your friends to share it, share it about, because not only will it go to their network, but it also get picked up in the algorithm. Things like that, little marginal gains. If you keep at them, it really, really does make a difference. So um, hammer social media, basically, and just try and really kind of focus on your, on your content. And that's how you can um, get things to snowball with very little kind of monetary investment. Hopefully that was helpful. Right, moving on to the next one. A man from Facebook Live Feed is asking, hi, TG, quick question if you don't mind. How do you identify whether initial trust in a relationship between you and your business partner and are there frequent arguments between you and JE? Now, business is a huge, huge trust exercise. Um, if you go into business with someone, no matter how kind of contractually uh, tight and sound you are, there is also also a huge element of trust that you cannot avoid. You have to be able to trust someone you go into business with. Um, and I've been on the, the sharp end of it a couple of times. You know, I've worked with people that um, haven't necessarily worked out to who that I thought they were going to be. And people do change when money gets involved in things. So you really do need to kind of watch out for that. And that's why I really, really love working with my brother. Um, I know he will never try and screw me out of money. I know what he does is always in my best interest as well. He'll never do anything for himself over me. Um, and that's one thing about working with, well, I guess not every family relationship's the same. I'm very lucky with him. Um, but I guess, I guess just don't leave yourself kind of open and exposed, uh, and in a vulnerable position, um, make sure everything's in writing and make sure everything's con- sort of contractual, um, and just be, be by the book. I mean, LDNN, we started that. We were kind of several months in before we really kind of even incorporated the company, uh, even put any kind of um, agreements together or anything like that. So just get it all in place before you get going because people change um, when money gets involved. Righty-ho, we have got another question from Hector on the Facebook Live feed. What is the biggest struggle you tend to see with startups apart, apart from a poor business model? Now, the biggest struggle I tend to see is people just thinking they can start a business, put in a little bit of effort, scratching it here and there, and it will just take off. If you start something, you've got to be prepared for the fact that it will take over your life. And if it doesn't, the chances are you're probably not hitting it hard enough. Most of it isn't fun. Most of it's pretty boring. Uh, if you work in any customer-facing stuff, most of the time you'll be just be dealing with customers having a go at you. Um, none of it's particularly glamorous, but you've got to be on it. You've got to be on your emails. You've got to be on your WhatsApps. You've got to be on your calls all day, every day, um, even seven days a week. I mean, I've been kind of doing that for sort of eight years or so. It's not for people that actually want a nice life for a few years. Once it's flying, then, yeah, you can start dialing back, employing people, National Payroll Week, um, but then you can start dialing back. Um, but if you speak to most entrepreneurs, even if it's their company, they're still actively involved every single day because it's their baby. Um, but the biggest struggle I tend to see with startups, I guess, is just people uh, underestimating the amount of hours and stress that actually goes into it. 
Right then, we have got the next one, MKG12 from YouTube Live. That's a, that's a snazzy name there. Do your employers ever have an issue with your YouTube channel, etc.? Now, no, they don't. Not in an official capacity because I don't I don't film vlogs at my desk um, and I film sort of week, evenings and weekends, so they can't really. What I do in my free time is completely up to me. I don't ever mention the firm I work for. I don't mention my job. I don't do anything. I don't really talk about investments or anything kind of financial related. I keep everything completely, completely separate to the point I don't have a... Um, a career kind of finance job uh, LinkedIn page. I'm not on LinkedIn. I completely, completely separate it. Um, so they don't. The only animosity and kind of uh, sniffing around and kind of odd comments I've ever got is um, when kind of people in previous firms, not the place I work at now, they're all lovely, uh, but in previous firms, people find out you've kind of got a load of kind of like supercars and all this kind of stuff, and they look up a few videos. Sometimes they take the mix, sometimes they make a few snippy comments, and uh, not everyone likes to see people doing well or kind of having kind of flashy stuff. Um, it's more about the human psyche than anything else. Um, but yeah, that's the most I've ever got. But as long as I'm not doing out external work on work time, um, I kind of get left alone, to be honest. And I've been quite lucky with that. I mean, I've worked with some great people over the years. Right, Joe from Facebook Messenger. Hi, Tom. Such a diverse background with lots of stuff going on. Thank you very much. How do you manage your time effectively and know when and what to prioritize with your workload? Now, this is a question I get asked a lot about uh, time management. Um, I don't know how, advice, how good my advice is going to be on this because I don't really have a system. I have a very, very kind of loose diary. I'm not great with my diary. I often forget things. Um, and prioritization, I guess, is just who's nagging me the most. <laughs> who's um what's what's the biggest stake really what's the biggest kind of thing at, at stake um gets the gets the most priority i really really don't have a system i guess you've just got to kind of use your intu intuition on it and just do your absolute best um i'm at the point now if i spent time planning things i would actually not have time for other stuff that i actually need to do as well so i'm kind of at critical critical mass at the moment and i'm loosely eyeing up the idea of of getting a PA or an assistant to help me with everything because even just like life admin, stupid things like parking tickets, I forget them for three weeks and suddenly they've doubled, suddenly they've tripled, just things like that that I really, really just drop the ball on. And, you know, I'm so, I'm so kind of busy now and I'm, I appreciate everyone's busy, so this is me being obnoxious, but, you know, I blink and I've lost three weeks. It's really, really difficult. So time management, that is huge. Um, and just try and set yourself clear objectives for the day. Try and write lists if you can. I do it every now and again. I find it really useful. I should probably write more lists, to be honest. It's been helpful for me there. Theo from YouTube Live is asking, did I have a mentor? And would I recommend having one? Now, I don't really subscribe to the whole mentor thing. I'm, I'm not kind of a huge, not believer, but it's not something I really have ever kind of latched onto or wanted um i think it is definitely useful to draw on experiences from people around you and people that have been successful in business but try not to hang on every every word um of anyone ever that's done well because everyone's situation is so different everyone has different skill sets everyone works differently everyone learns differently everyone has a different financial background everyone has you know different knowledge bases different passions so in terms and even different ge geographic locations it's everyone's situation is so so different yes by all means kind of take take nuggets of information off people where you think is useful um but really hanging on it the word the every word of someone that you love and thinks being successful and you want to emanate might not necessarily be the best bet because uh, their advice might not actually help you in your very specific scenario hopefully that was helpful uh theo that's just my opinion anyway 
It's, this isn't all gospel. This is literally just how I feel about things. Toby from Twitter DM. Well, we've got our first uh, Twitter question. Hey, TGE, what motivates you to keep going every day and juggle all the different things going on in your life? Being really blunt, my outgoings, they're absolutely horrendous. Those that know me from kind of my social platforms and know kind of my car collection and all the rest of it, I've gone into this a few times. Um, what motivates me is how much money is going out every month and the fact that I need to get that coming in. Otherwise, I sink. I also want um, I want kind of different properties. I want one in London. I want one out of London. I also want new cars. I want flashy stuff. I want nice holidays and all the rest of it. So very materialistic response there, um, Toby. But that's just me being completely honest. Um, and at some point, if I have kids, I want to give them a nice life and whatever. So um, I haven't got kind of a pot of cash to pull back on. I'm not from serious amounts of money. Um, so I can't, have, I can't wait for the inheritance to come through. So that's my motivation, all money-driven, all kind of materialistic-driven. But yeah, there we go. At least I'm being honest. Uh, Jake from Facebook Live is asking, can you give people an idea of how much business are bought and sold for? Maybe using Emoji Fresh as an example, customer numbers, orders, business values for sale. Now, valuing a business is pretty tricky, to be honest with you. Uh, Emoji Fresh, I can't unfortunately say how much it was sold for. Uh, it was kind of an, under an agreement of confidentiality, so I can't say that. Um, wasn't huge, huge, huge mental numbers. I'm not able to kind of now retire and uh, disappear and go and live on an island somewhere now, sadly. Um, but, you know, it was kind of uh, like a, a salary each, basically, kind of in a lump. It wasn't anything mental, but, um, you know, I'll have that. Um, it was a company that myself and my business partner, we kind of, we grew, we grew and we kind of were passionate about, and then we got distracted by different businesses and we kind of just let it kind of bubble along. We were only doing sort of thousand, two thousand pounds a month uh, out of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of businesses are valued at sort of five to eight times their turnover. That is the kind of loose figure that it's banded around. Um Again, it's so, 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 so uh, difficult. One of the main areas that we actually saw the business on was the data because um, we've got a load of obviously kind of car related people that are interested in kind of buying things for their car. Um, we had thousands and thousands and thousands of um, you know customers and whatever and kind of data set built on kind of Facebook ads. Um, we've had a pixel on our website, cookies and all the rest of it. And obviously, you know, customer data as well. So um, yeah, that's, that's where a lot of value is in businesses these days, especially with what you can do with that data on the digital marketing side. And there's a load of stock as well. Um, so yeah, very wishy-washy answer there, Jake. I do apologize for that. Ahala from Facebook Live. Hello, mate. I've seen you tweeting me, actually. Hello, sir. Good to good to talk to you, sort of. Well, that's one-sided here. Uh, hey, Tom. I always wonder who inspired you to go down this awesome journey because I think everyone is really inspired by the world. I think you too was inspired by someone or something. My question is, what or who inspired you? Now, that is a very good question. I get asked this every now and again. And I really don't have someone that I've kind of looked up to all my life. Um, there just isn't anyone that I kind of tried to copy or, or kind of emanate. I've never read any books, autobiographies or anything like that. I've never followed anyone's kind of business journey. I know that's probably odd, um, but I just don't do it. I really just don't do it. I'm kind of very concentrated on my own thing. I've got faith in my own abilities, making stuff up as I go along. Uh, it seems to be working so far. It could, it could work a lot better. Um, I'm not getting enough sleep, but um, I haven't really got someone that I've kind of um, been inspired by. The only person that really I do look up to and really listen to is my twin brother. He works harder than me and he's very, very focused. I often get very distracted um, and will kind of just prat around for some of the day. 
um, wasting time and stuff. He's very, very committed, very, very hardworking, uh, really switched on, really organized. Um, uh, he's absolutely relentless. So my twin brother, really, I know that's a cop out of an answer there, but um, yeah, that's the truth. Right then, we're coming to the final stage of this. I'm going to fire through these last two questions. Charlie Young from YouTube Live is asking, I've been looking at getting into finance. What is the best way to get a foot in the door? What qualifications do you recommend getting? Now, me getting into finance and I say finance, I'm not kind of Wolf of Wall Street, kind of top top level kind of trader making billions of pounds with hundreds of screens. My job is pretty, uh, pretty mundane. It's not that exciting. And even if my kind of employers were watching this, they would also admit that my job uh, isn't hugely exciting either. Um, so... I, as far as kind of getting career advice out of me, I feel a bit silly giving career advice out because my job isn't incredible. I haven't absolutely smashed it. I'm not at the top of my game. I'm not a captain of industry and finance. Um, but I guess just if you're looking at going to university and you don't know what you want to do, just get a degree that sounds good, that you can go and sit in an interview and the, your employer will see, you know, you've got a good degree, you've got um, transferable skills, same like A-levels, whatever it is, whatever stage of education you're at, just get ones that sound good. I know that sounds stupid, um, but I wasn't a million percent whether or not I wanted to do law, but I just thought it sounded good. So I was like, I'll just do that. And if I like law and want to go into it at the end, then at least I can quite easily because that's my qualification. If not, then I can go into most jobs and say, I've got a law degree, hello, and they'll probably not think I'm an idiot. So that was my kind of uh, thesis behind it all. Um, we're getting a foot in the door. Family, friends, if you've got any, I didn't actually have any family friends that I was able to kind of go and do work experience with or get an entry level role, but I would lean on that if you can. Um, also just kind of personal friends. If you've got jobs, that, uh, friends that are starting jobs in companies, just get in the door, you know, take a role that you might not necessarily want uh, for sort of six months a year and try and move internally. Once you've got a really good name on your CV, it will help you so much. The most difficult bit it's making that jump from, you know, watching daytime TV to actually getting into a firm. Once you're getting into a firm and someone's vouched for you on your CV, you're working for someone that people have heard of, then you're in. So you can move around internally or kind of jump across different things. So uh, hopefully that is useful. Charlie Young, Hannah from Facebook Messenger is asking, good morning, what's been my favorite business venture and why? YouTube, my YouTube kind of platforms. Um, it's the first time I've ever really kind of, it's the closest thing to being paid to mess about. I think I've ever had and I probably ever will have. Um, yeah, it's kind of all I've liked since I was a kid was cars, collecting cars, prattling around cars, staring at them, talking about them, listening to them, driving around in them. And I get to do that for a living. I get to travel around the world, driving amazing cars, doing amazing things, being treated like, you know, really, really well. Like Five-star hotels um, just because I make a few videos. So by far and away, YouTube. Uh, Alex from Facebook Live is how do you go, go about selling a business? Uh, it was just a friend actually that bought Emoji Fresh. Right, 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 right. We are going to now start wrapping up. I'm just going to touch on that, uh, that question from Alex, actually. How do you start about selling a business? I don't actually know. The business wasn't for sale, to be fair. The business wasn't actually for sale when we sold it, the Emoji Fresh company. So um, it wasn't something we kind of you know packaged up. There are people out there that will help you, um, but we didn't actually use them. So... Um, really do your research on that. If you know anyone that's sold a business um, that's done it properly, unlike me, then probably um, best to ask them. Right, the poll results are in. We asked you, would you slash have you gone into business with your family? 
68% of you said yes, and 32% of you answered no. 68%, that's actually quite high. So uh, a lot of you obviously get on with your family. I think it's a really good idea. It does put a lot of strain on your you know, family relationship. And it's particularly if you live with that family member, it means that your kind of office is in the house 24-7. You cannot avoid work, uh, which is quite stressful. So do bear that in mind. Uh, but I think the trust element there is really good. And you tend to know your family members better than any business partner you can have. So um, it is, I, I enjoy it. Right, let's wrap things up. If you have any questions, please get in touch with the QuickBooks support team on Facebook or myself on Instagram. My handle is TGE underscore LDNM. Nice snappy uh, Instagram name there. Coming up on Ask the Expert tomorrow is Shabab, Shab Aslam, who is a serial entrepreneur. Sorry about that, mate. Multiple business owner and author. He started off his award-winning accountancy business with £10 in his pocket and turned it into £1 million turnover in only a few years. Tune in tomorrow and get advice from an expert on small business growth and productivity. A reminder that if you need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7 to help you. I'm really enjoying, I've really, really enjoyed answering your questions. I absolutely love these. It's a kind of quite rare that I actually get to talk about business and actually converse with people in a civilized manner. Usually I'm kind of driving around in cars, you know, shouting chaos. So I really, really enjoy these. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for all those that asked your questions uh, and apologies if I didn't get on to answer your question. I could be sat here all day, um, but thank you so much. Have a really good day and I'll catch you all soon. Ciao for now, guys. Thank you.